The podcast that you're about to hear contains acts of sex and violence. The hosts do not claim to be experts on the subjects that they present. Listener discretion is advised. And welcome back to Brutal Nation. I'm your host, Scott Alexander. Right across me is the one, the only, Tammy, the Sasquatchio Underwood. The most Sasquatchiest of them all. The Sasquatchiest? The Sasquatchiest. (laughs) You want to know what's really funny? Is up in Canada, they pronounce it Sasquatch. A Sasquatch. You know how I pronounce it, actually? How? Ah! And then I run. <laughs> S- scared the shit out of me. Especially early in the mornings. Ah, oh, whatever. Uh, I have to fucking brace myself, you know. I'm, ah! I, Especially I, when I wake up and my hair is all disheveled. Uh, <laughs> I, I gotta admit, this morning I may have pooped my pants a little bit. Shut up. You actually came in to wake me up because I was still sleeping, thank God. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it's like we, we, yeah, we gotta go yeah, to work. you're like, uh, you can get up. I'm like, no! For those of you that are confused on, on, on recording days... Yes, normally. Uh, she'll spend the night at my house because it's, it, it beats that half-hour drive with butt crack of dawn. Before the butt crack of dawn. Yeah. Yeah. So she'll spend the night over here, and then I got to go wake up the mighty Sasquatch. Sometimes. Not always, but sometimes. Yeah, sometimes I wake up on my own. I didn't even feel you get out of the bed this morning. All right. Are you ready for one fucked-up story? I kind of am. I'm kind of. I've never heard of this one. Uh, a lot of people have it, and I think Jen Dahl brought it to my attention, but I can't quite remember. I could be wrong. I was say she's brought <laughs> a lot to our attention lately. She so. has, man. She has. She she's pretty all right for a Floridian. For a Floridian, we we won't hold that against her. I do. Is she born and raised there? Or is she, no, she just no. Transplanted there. Actually, she was. Uh, I think she was born in Texas. She lived in Georgia for a while, so she gets points for that. She gets points oh, for that. Okay, so she 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 has an IQ of a little above Dovin. Right, right. But let's do some business first <laughs> before we get into the handheld kids. Remember, you can log on to the Etsy store. Uh, search for TB Enterprises Store. That's T like Tom, B like Boy Enterprises Store. And that'll pull up all of our merch that we currently have. And we are getting ready in the next week to add even more merch. Yes. Uh, not just serial killers and their things either. Uh, you know, there's there's ones of Sasquatch in your natural habitat. And if you have any ideas for what merch you want to see on the store, send us an email. Yes. You know, the, the, the worst thing we're going to do is, is not put it up. I mean, we might go, hey, that's a fucking great idea. Yeah. You never know, right? All right, let's talk about this. You guys ready for this one here? This one here is called The Ant Hill Kids Cult. Okay. This is more of a true crime, but it's still, it's got some death in it. Okay. So, cults are nothing new in this world. Remember Jonestown? If not... Who could forget Jonestown? Well... Just ask Henry Lee Lucas. (laughs) We might have some younger listeners out there or something like that. You never know. Stranger shit's happened. That's true. That's true. And the younger girls like me anyway. They're like, and we're done. Your big daddy is, yes, I am. How old are you? 17, 18. That's perfect. <laughs> what? <laughs> 29. Okay. <laughs> That's what I heard. That's what I heard. That's, that's it. Anyway, um, if not, it was a religious cult that set up shop uh, in, I think, in, in Guyana, wasn't it? Well, at first it was in California. And right. then, yeah, he got ran out of California and set up in Guyana, Peru. I can't the remember Peru? where it is. It's I was somewhere in Google South America. It. So, yeah, somewhere down there. Anyway, um, and it was ran by a man by the name of Jim Jones. Yes. In the end, he convinced 
everyone to poison themselves. And those who didn't die were shot in the head by the guards they hired that were in Guyana. This place was actually protected by armed gunmen. Yes. All right. Yeah, and he promised. That's where the whole phrase "Don't drink the grape Kool Aid" comes from. Yeah, don't drink the Kool Aid, man. Yeah. Or psh, obviously, they're drinking the Kool Aid. <laughs> that's what we say about Democrats. Anyway, <laughs> Jim Jones also died. By the way, he didn't just yeah. kill off everybody and say. <laughs> no, but he didn't take the poison though. Didn't he shoot himself? Yep. Yeah. Okay, I thought I remembered that right. Then there was David Koresh, who set up shop in Waco, Texas. And after the ATF and various other law enforcement agencies stormed the compound, they found out that there was nothing bad really going on there. Yeah, pretty much. The accusations of child molestation were false, Mm -hmm. as were the other things that he was being accused of. Everything from money laundering to drugs, that you name it. Right, right. They were, however, stockpiling guns. But here in the USA, boys and girls, it's not illegal. No, and, you know, and... You know, one thing you might want to clarify, too, is there is a difference between cult and occult. Yes. There's a huge difference. Okay, and, so yeah. a, a cult is, would be more like my religious beliefs. Exactly. Like and Satanism, demonic, you know, you know, demonology. Wow, you go right for the Satan. No, okay. I mean, well, it's like, like I'm out here people... fucking sacrificing kids and shit. No, but demonology. Oh, oh, hold on, hold on one second. Hold on. Shut that fucking kid up. No, I'll sacrifice him in a minute. I hate you. God damn. In a heartbeat. <laughs> Fucking kids. But I'm not sacrificing. Stab him again. Um, <laughs> Cut his tongue out. <laughs> oh, that's fucked up. Now people, I'm going to call I the know, police we're gonna, on him. Jesus Christ. Ah. Vancouver Any, will be knocking on your door. My point is that, that uh, every... Every, uh, I'm reading what I wrote, and I'm like, am I writing Hebrew or something? Jeez. And I'm not even a Jew. My point is that every cult starts off with good intentions. Oh, yeah. At least I think most of them, right? To some extent, yeah. And I'm, I'm thinking most of the time. Um, the fear of God is a real thing, and religion uses that fear to control its followers. Mm-hmm. It really doesn't matter which religion we're talking about, by the way. I know I bag a lot on Christians, but Muslims do it, Buddhists, everybody does it. Every organized religion, by and large, operates on the premise of fear and reward. True. You know, the Christians have fear God, you know, and da, da, da. And everlasting life. Yeah. Uh, but if you believe in God and you're a good Christian and blah, 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 you're going to get everlasting life. It's, it's, it's a, it, to me, it's all the same fucking Kool-Aid. It's all purple drink. It's all purple drink to my. Oh, there we go. Okay. The Ann Hill Kids, Kids Cult was founded by a guy by the name of Roach. I'm going to fuck this name up. You want to pull it up and see if you can try it? What? What's his name? <laughs> Spell it. Roach, R-O-C-H. I got that. T-H-E-R-I-A-U-L-T. Therault. Yeah. All right. I got Wait, that. How hard was that? <laughs> well, my brain had to catch up with me. Anyway, it was up in Canada. Up in the Quebec, I think the Quebec area is where it started. Anyway, okay. it, was, it was based on the teachings of the Seventh-day Adventist Church, and it was considered a doomsday cult. That means that they are getting ready for the end of the world. The preppers. That's right, like apocalypse. The apocalypse is upon us, boys and girls. Can I get a hallelujah? Jesus will be coming back, and we want to go up with the Lord to heaven. You know, I'm actually kind of surprised you don't have a bunch of MREs stashed somewhere. Who says that I don't? Might be right next to the fucking kids and, uh, and the hookers <laughs> that I have in my basement. Any hoosies. 
Got to be prepared, man. That's right. I'll hold out for a long time. I got guns, MREs, and hookers. We're good. <laughs> and hold out a hell of a long time, man. That's right. Burn this bitch down before I come out. Roach was born, and I'm just going to call him by his uh, first name because it's just it was easier to type. <laughs> to be honest, I, just, I would right? like to say there's another reason. But anyway, Roach the Raw was born May 16th of 1947, and he did die uh, February 26th of 2011. Oh, okay. He was born in Saguenay, Quebec, into a French-Canadian family, which it's mostly French-Canadian out there in Quebec anyway. I was going to say, yeah, that is a high French-Canadian population. Correct. So as a child, he was considered to be very bright, right? But in the seventh grade, the seventh freaking grade, he dropped out of the school and began to teach himself the Old Testament of the Christian Bible. See, boys and girls, hallelujah, you need to learn about the Lord and the, that he's coming back and he's going to destroy all the, the sinners. Lord, <laughs> That's right. He'll destroy all the sinners. The ones who didn't want to take the word of God and the gospel to heart and, and, and rise up with Jesus. Okay. <laughs> I spent too much time in the Southern Baptist Church. <laughs> I was going to say, you're a little turn and burn there, big guy. Oh, fuck. Yes, I am. I, by and large, just my own opinion, seriously, is I don't believe in Christianity one damn bit. That's, well, that yeah. will happen to you when you're raised in a Southern, Southern Baptist. Baptist church, yeah. So for those of you that don't know what the Old Testament is, by the way, let me explain. This is the fire, brimstone, sacrifice, mm-hmm. that thing right there. And according to the Christians, before the sacrifice of Jesus on the cross, people had to make sacrifices to God exactly. in, in order to atone for their sins. Mm-hmm. Then after the sacrifice of Jesus on the cross, right, humans no longer needed to do that. They could, in, you know, uh, ask for forgiveness. Yes. Um, because uh, the blood of Christ was, was spilled for. Was the ultimate sacrifice, yes. Yeah. Um, that's it, it gets a little deeper than that, but I don't want to make this a no, fucking well, I mean, there, theology a lesson. There's a lot more to it, but that's, that's the general concept of it. Right. You know, um, yeah, and I I have some things about Seventh Day Adventists, anyways. But yeah, <laughs> no, because they they tout Jesus forgives you for your sins, but they abide by a lot of Old Testament laws. Yeah, well, I which found makes that... no sense. It's like a you know oxymoronic. Well, here's the thing: like when it comes to especially Christianity, uh-huh. there are so many offshoots. Yes. So many. There's everything from Seventh Day Adventists, uh, Jehovah Witnesses. Uh, you know, they're uh, freaking Mormon, Mormons. Catholic. Um, and then you have Protestant, Protestant, yeah. Pentecostal, Baptists, Southern Baptists, um, Seventh Day Adventist, uh, fucking, yeah, uh, just Lutheran, a, Methodist. Yeah, you have them all. It, it, you have them all. It's weird because I, I met a Methican American, a tweaker, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure that he uh, was, was definitely he a Methodist. I think he was a Methodist <laughs> at the Methadone Clinic. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we're not. <laughs> we're horrible. <laughs> All right, here we go. Jesus fucking Christ. This is already taking a turn for the worse. Yeah, I knew you know, it would. Every time you present it, does. I felt it in my heart. <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> Roach thought that the end of the world was going to happen uh, in a short while and would be brought on uh, by a great war between good and evil. But that's kind of uh, consistent with everything else, oh, yeah. you know? Um, Jehovah Witnesses tell that all the time. Watchtower, right? You know that 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 uh, God and Satan are going to uh, like duke it out, and mm-hmm. and you know, and and God will always prevail. But let me tell you, man, if the war hasn't happened yet, um, you can't really make that call. 
Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It goes along with the whole rapture and yeah. Yeah. So Roach uh, converted from Catholicism uh, to being a Seventh-day Adventist. In, oh, that's a big jump. Right. And that was in his teen years. He's like, uh, Catholics, you're out of here. Now, I think it's probably because he got molested as an altar boy. But that's only based on the fact that Catholics kind of have a history. Kind of a little bit, yeah. A fucking little kids. A kind of a little bit, yeah. Just saying. <laughs> Specifically little boys. Kind of a little bit, yeah. <laughs> I mean, hell, the one across the street from your house had a child molestation you know station. What? No. It Stop was. It. What? You know what the sad part is? Is you picked that out. I mean, that is the one thing on that campus that you pointed out immediately. Hell yeah. You're like, what's that? The child molestation station? It is. I'm like, no. That way, there, when they have their wiener festival, it's called a sausage and kraut <laughs> fest. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because they get to bring the boys into the tent and show them their special made sausage. <laughs> And it, they only sell that sausage once a year. <laughs> but they're giving and it away year round. <laughs> they're giving that sausage away. And I'm away done. Because <laughs> it's an excellent sausage. I love it. Oh, my. Oh, I bet you do. They, <laughs> did you give them coupons like you do your customers on Sandy? You know what? Here's a two for Father O'Malley. Well, thank you, young girl. I hate you. Anyway. Oh, my God. So he began living uh, what they basically the lifestyle that the Seventh Day Adventists believe in, right? The, like vegetarianism and kind of yeah, like a super yeah. healthy lifestyle. Yes. No smoking, no drinking, that yes. type of thing. No right? working after sundown on Friday until sundown on Saturday. Right. Which you know, yeah. honestly, with all my jokes aside, I can appreciate that, man. If you're gonna if you're gonna preach about something. Then True. fucking live that lifestyle. Don't sit there and, and be a hypocrite. And he yeah. and, and at this point, at this point, while he does do f- some fucked up things, he's not being a hypocrite. Right. He's saying, hey, man, this is what I believe in. This is what I'm going to go for, right? And this is the lifestyle I'm, lead- I'm living, yes. Right. That's just like me when I go to sex clubs, you know? Um, I'm, that's the lifestyle that I'm leading. And uh, sadly, there's no sex watches allowed or, you know, I'd fucking hook you up. But, um... <laughs> That's horrible. That's horrible because I already have somebody who's been taking me to one. What's so even worse is when I dress. What's even worse is when I dress up like a little schoolgirl. I actually want to be there that now, night. What the <laughs> fuck is wrong with you, <laughs> Jesus Christ? I was expecting you to go dead silent. And go and no, we're done. I just had this thing in my head thinking I'd love to see that. <laughs> so let's jump to 1977, right? Roach convinced a convinced a bunch of people to leave their jobs and form a commune. With him in St. Marie, Quebec. Okay. Then the people would be free to listen to his sermons as often as they wanted to. And I'm sure that they kind of got a lot of him. Because from what I could tell, seriously, like he was super... um, uh, Charismatic. Charismatic and ambitious. And just a really great public speaker. Kind of like a politician. It's kind of reminded me of that that Jeffrey Don Lundgren episode we did, remember? Oh, yeah. He was a Mormon. Uh, broke off on a faction of Mormons, but yeah. Well, he was actually a moron, but okay. I digress. Well, there is that, too. So, here is what began to uh, to make his call. Was he, you know, he convinced everybody, hey, man, we can all live together in harmony and equality and free from sin. Okay. 
Okay, cool. You know, hey, everything's equal, right? Yeah. Well, Self-sustaining little community. Well, here's what started forming that part of that, that made that cult mentality. He required all of his members to cut off all communication with their family members and friends mm-hmm. that weren't part of a cult. And that's what cults do. Yes. They, uh, they ostracize you or make you ostracize yourself from yes. your family and friends. Why? For the control, right? The control issue here is one of the first red flags, as a matter of fact, uh, in making a cult. That right. you know that you're going to join a cult is that that's a huge that's a number one red flag. Okay, man, you know, if you want, you know, forgiveness or whatever, this is what you got to do. Yeah, no, that's why Scientology is a cult because they anybody who talks bad about Scientology is a suppressor and you're not allowed to have contact with them. I believe that all white people are, uh, are oppressors because they're oppressing me and my great rap career. Me and Notorious P.I.G. <laughs> <laughs> Notorious. Anyway. And we go. <laughs> <laughs> so Roach's fear that the world was going to end began to grow. And he said that, he would, that, that it would happen in February of 1979. Now, uh, we were both born after that. I think I was like, well, I was 73. So I was like six years old. When I was going to say, I was born in 75. But my brother was born in 80. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, groovy. Um, he told them that the world would end because God told him so. And I... Th- think that there was maybe some LSD involved in this. That that That's my gut feeling. Yeah. Or shrooms. I mean, I've heard some awesome things when I've fucking been on shrooms. In 1978, Roach moved uh, his cult by hiking him uh, to a mountainside that he called the Eternal Mountain. This was in uh, St. Jacques. J-O-G-U-E-S. Jacques. I don't know. Okay, we're going to go with that anyway. Yeah. Uh, and in that area at the time, they had a very low population. That's where he claimed that uh, they would all be saved from the end of the world. Now, from what I read, he just kicked back and relaxed while his followers built their town. And ready for this? He compared them to ants on a hill. So now you get where the name of the cult yeah. came from, right? Yeah. You get it? Yeah, ants on a hill and the ant hill kids. Get it? Get Got it? it. Got get it? it. That's, hold on, same, same. Same, same. <laughs> That's not a no, no. <laughs> Got it. I actually do that while I'm driving and people look at me like, what the fuck is I, wrong you with know this what? guy? Like I said, you and I have had that conversation that I'm afraid to know what your safety people think. <laughs> Honestly. So when February of 79 was over with, his followers started to question uh, the wisdom of their fearless leader. Oh, yeah, as, I would have, too. As you might have guessed, he made excuses saying that God's timeline and ours don't run parallel to each other. Okay. So there might be a miscalculation. Okay. It sounds lame, but I bet you that it worked because we know that it did because then he fucked up a bunch of things. So let's do that. All right, let's do it. In order to make his cult larger and keep his followers, you know, uh, like loyal and keep on doing their thing, Roach got all the women pregnant. So he's out there and he's fucking. He's fucking like a porn star. Wow. He fathered over 20 kids by the end of the 80s. Wow. Yeah. Wrap your head around that. No, I can't. It's like, that's way more new. I think he's got, well, I would hope. Before the 80s, anyways. I'm so afraid of that knock on the door. I've got to admit. (laughs) We're all your kids. Well, there's 200 of you. Fuck. Right. So I can't imagine what his child support bill would have been, though. There were nearly 40 members of his cult, 
and they were required to wear the same tunics to show that they were all equal as well as devoted to the commune. By the mid-80s, Roche relocated his commune again, this time to central Ontario uh, near Burnt River. Okay. Unfortunately, he began a drinking. And then with that came the abuse. Yeah. He went from being a motivated speaker uh, of the word of God to a monster as his drinking got worse. He became more and more totalitarian over his followers, which means that he wanted to control every single aspect of their lives. For those of you that don't know what totalitarian means and don't want to Google it. Yeah. Although I think people should be Googling a lot more shit to have a better freaking vocabulary. And don't go by the first page of Google, people. And don't go chasing waterfalls. Nothing? Stick to the rivers and the skies, the lakes that you're used to. Is is that the lyrics from that yeah. song? Oh, shit, okay, I didn't know. That's the only thing I could remember. Yeah. So he began to drink, and then came in. Oh, I already said that, didn't I? Son yeah, of a bitch. Yeah, you kind of did a little bit. It's Hooked on phonics, son of a bitch. Okay, we can more and more totalitarian. His beliefs also changed, becoming more irrational as time went on. Things like his followers not being able to talk to each other unless he was present and not having sex without his permission. You know how that would have gone down for me. Dude, I'd have been kicked out in a heartbeat. I would have been boning every chick that I could find. You would have said, just out of spite. my beer. Oh, yeah. It would have been a challenge for you. That would be me. And you can't have sex unless I give you my permission. I'd be like, you know what? I'm going to bone chicks in front of you, um, and I don't care. Kiss my ass because I'm leaving. Yeah, totally. So, irrational stuff like, uh, like that actually became the norm. Wow. Then he began to spy on them, punishing them by beating them with things like belts or even a freaking hammer. <gasps> Talk about getting hammered, man. <laughs> Not the fun kind either. Not the fun kind of getting nailed either. <laughs> yeah. Slam me. Not that way. <laughs> that was my anus. Ew. You always have to take it that one step further, don't you? I do. <laughs> So he would hang those that he felt were straying away from the ceilings and pluck out each and every body hair one by one. And then even get this, this is going to gross you out the most, defecate on them. Uh, For those that you don't that don't know what defecate means, taking a power popper, a pooper. Well, I couldn't get past the pulling my hair out one by one. And then crapping on them? And then crapping on them. That's like... Humiliating. That's it. Well, and that, that's it. That's that's part of the control thing. Yeah. You have torture. You have control, and then you have humiliation. You break someone down far enough. Literally, if you say "boo," they're gonna like jump, and that's it's, it's yeah. the ultimate control. So his madness grew even more as time wore on. He would make his followers break each other's legs with sledgehammers, and then even sit on hot stoves and shoot each other in the shoulders and eat dead mice and even consume. Feces. Ew. That's poo for those of you that don't know. That's just, ew. Yeah, you can see how this guy is like, he, he just he becoming a maniac. The, he went off his rocker. Yeah, I mean, this is like even worse than Jim Jones. Yeah, this is more than megalomaniac yeah. kind of behavior. This is psychosis. I think I'd rather drink the fucking Kool-Aid than deal with this prick. Yeah, that's almost, I mean, this is like borderline psychosis. Right. So it was said that his followers would be asked to cut off another follower's toe 
to prove their loyalty using a pair of wire cutters or bolt cutters. The abuse extended to the children of the cult, too. Some were sexually abused. We can kind of we kind of all figured that, right? If you didn't figure that, come on. You, you haven't listened to enough of our shows. Some were tied and nailed to trees while other kids threw stones at them or held over fire, fires until their skin burned. Wow. It was said that one of Roach's wives left his, one of his newborn children outside in the freezing cold to die so that he would not be abused like the other kids had been. Oh, my God. So Roach began to try to, quote, purify his followers to absolve them of their sins. Hallelujah, you'll be absolved of your sins. You know, and here's what gets me. Why couldn't any of these idiots read the whole Bible and realize if you're going to follow this bullshit? Because a lot, they don't. They will take the charismatic person's word for it. They would have seen, hey, you you can't purify me because Jesus already did that. Right. Okay. He did this through uh, uh, abusive and torturous rituals that he claimed would get rid of their sins and absolve them. He would strip his followers down, whip them with no mercy, and then madness would begin to come forth even more when Roach claimed that he was a holy being and began to perform surgeries that were not necessary on his followers. Some of these surgeries would include circumcising members of the group. Like kids and adults. Oh, my God, no. And injections of ethanol solution into their stomachs. And, of course, all this had no, there, there was no anesthetic. And it's not like he's going, okay, we're going to knock you out now. To but do what's the things. purpose of ethanol in the stomach? Pure madness. That's, yeah. So, in 1987, a social, uh, social workers removed 17 kids from the cult, but Roach never faced any charges. To give you an idea of the madness that had taken control of him, in 89, a follower named Solange Boylard complained that she had an upset stomach. Roach performed a surgery on her. First, though, he punched her in the stomach after laying her on on a table. Then forced a plastic tube up her ass to perform a crude enema with molasses and olive oil. He cut her abdomen open, ripped part of her intestines out with his bare hands. Oh my god. Roach then made another member sew her up with a needle and thread and needless to say, Boylard died the next day. Oh of course of an infection or whatever. Shock. So that's the end of Boylard, right? Yeah. No, no it isn't. Because you thought the death was the end of her? Uh Uh-uh. He then claimed to have the power of resurrection. (gasps) He drilled a hole in her head and himself and another follower ejaculated into the hole. <gasps> no, no, y'all heard that right. I didn't misspeak. Yeah. So his sperm was going to bring her back to life. In her head. In a hole that he drilled in her fucking head. You know what? There are very few cases that we come across where I can't even comprehend what they were thinking. I mean, and this is one of those cases. Then there was what happened to a follower by the name. Her last name was Lavallee, L-A-V-A-L-L-E-E. Okay. She was the one who got away, but not before she had undergone being tortured. So during the 80s, she had been burned with a welding torch to her genitals. (gasps) A hypodermic needle had been broken off in her back. 
eight of her teeth had been forcibly removed without any reason behind it. Oh I mean, they, were, they, they weren't bad teeth, according to, to, to what I read. They, they, all of a sudden, he just decided, you know, that, hey, we need to pay, pull your teeth and get this because since you just had some dental surgery done with no painkillers. Oh, no. No, I couldn't even imagine. So she had attempted to escape before. But she was caught, and, and she did go to the police, but they didn't do anything. But she was, you know, caught and brought back to the commune. Roach had one of her fingers cut off with a pair of wire cutters. Prior to the uh, prior to her attempt, Roach had removed parts of her breasts. <gasps> oh. He had also smashed her in the head with the blunt end of an axe. Oh. Yeah, kind of wrap your head around that for a moment. It's like. Yeah, you can't. I mean, everything you've talked about him doing since he like lost his mind. It's like something straight out of a freaking fucked up horror flick. It is. It's like a bad, bad horror movie gone wrong. Yeah, it's like one of this gore from from start, you know, to finish. It's it, it's truly horrific what did happen. I'm surprised we didn't feature this dude before because god damn. Yeah. So after her return to the commune, she was pinned to a table and one of her arms was amputated with using while using a meat cleaver. And once again, there was nothing wrong with the arm. It was her punishment. Yeah, for leaving. Yep. Oh my god. Well, in 1989, La La, La Vallee uh-huh. attempted to escape again and this time she did get away. This time she got a hold of the police which led to the Ant Hill kids called being dissolved. Wow. The provincial authorities had, had suspected there was abuse and murder going on in the commune, but no legal real right to check on them because uh, they didn't have any evidence. Right. And, you know, keep in mind that they're a registered religion, so authorities have to really tread lightly. Because if they, Very are, lightly. If they are up to something, they have that legal recourse to say, well, they stormed our place and blah, blah, blah. Right. But if they're not... They could be liable for a lot of money. Yes. So the living conditions in the commune were horrendous, and that's the reason they used to arrest and disband the cult altogether. Wow. Like, we're going to break this shit up, right? So Roach was arrested and sentenced to 12 years in prison for amputating uh, Lavalie's arm. Her, her, his followers took the opportunity to flee his control, and abandon him. By and large, right? But it, it, it's going to get worse. Just trust me. It gets worse before it gets better. The crabby part is that he managed to father four more kids while he was in prison due to conjugal visits. And my question is this. Oh, God. Yeah. I'm fucking believable, right? I choked on my own saliva over here because I was like... <gasps> and I'm wondering if these four women were brainwashed that came to see him and get boned or if they were just as evil as he was. Yeah. that's that. I, I would love to talk to him and go, dude, are you just as fucked up? Or what's, yeah. your, what's your deal, biatch? <sighs> as the police investigated, uh, Lavalie added more insight into the case. She told the story of who we talked about before, Solange Bo- Boylard. Yeah. That was the woman that, in case you're still catching up and you're slow, because I have those that times, too. That he ejaculated too. in her head. Yeah. The woman that he did surgery to who died the next day. So Roach pled guilty to her death and was uh, sentenced to a second-degree murder charge and was given life, a life sentence in 93. Thankfully, when he came up for parole in 2009, he was rejected because he posed too much of a risk to the outside world. And I have to agree with that because the dude's a 
fucking nut job. Yeah, he is Psycho Sally. God damn, yeah. this guy has more. This guy is more nuts than Planters Peanuts. No shit, yo. So on February 26th of 2011, Roach was found dead in his cell. See, there's going to be a happy story to this, to, to, to this, by the way, and happy ending, and not just jerking off when I go get a massage. Um, a rub and tug? Yeah. Number two lucky special? Okay, you lay on back. <laughs> so he was 63 years old. His death was uh, due to a fight he had with his cellmate. So his cellmate, who I think is a hero, his name was Matthew McDonald. So McDonald was also a convicted killer. He also had a life sentence like Roach did. McDonald had nothing to lose. So he fashioned a shiv and stabbed Roach in the neck. Wow. He then walked to the guard station, handed them his shiv and said, that piece of shit is down on the, ra- uh, down on the range. Here's the knife. I sliced him up. Holy shit, yo. That's right, man. I like this guy. Wow. Mr. McDonald, you might be a fucking killer, but you are a hero. Kind of like that guy down in South America who was killing all the child molesters in jail. Remember him? Yeah, and I'm all for that, yeah. too. So there's at least one film that, uh, that, that I could find about this called, a 2002 film called Savage Messiah. And uh, her, her full name is Gabriella. Gabriella uh, Lavallee also wrote a book uh, that's more of a memoir about her time in the cult. Oh, okay. I have a final thought about this, and then we'll shoot the shit, because I know that you've got to get going. Yeah, it's it's getting up on that time of day. Everyone is looking for something. This is my final thought, by the way. Uh, Some reason not to fear uh, when they die. Yeah. Something that will help them through their day-to-day living. Yeah. That what they're doing is for a purpose. Well, people people reach out for guidance and help, and... uh, if someone has a lot of charisma and bad intentions, that help can turn deadly. The long-term effects on people that religion can have can be, bo- uh, can be really good for, uh, for some. It can offer up comfort in their time of need. It can or- offer community that can help them when they have nowhere else and no one to go, right? Yes. On the flip side, it can also have a long-term destructive effect on people. It can make some people turn away from their family and friends, leave their lives to serve the religion, even murder, rape, torture others in the name of God. Yeah. And uh, in the name of a God that's not even really there and certainly isn't hearing the cries for help. Right. I'm not putting down religion, uh, although I do make fun of all religions. Dude, all of them. Including your own. Well, and I, and I do, you know. And y'all need to do what's best for you. You need mm-hmm. to do what gives you comfort. But beware, not all leaders have your best interest at heart. This is true. I know it's a little shorter than our normal episode, but eh, it's probably going to be about a half hour anyway, but fuck it. It's all good. You have anything you want to add to that one? I have nothing to say. Yeah, I'm was, like speechless because I could not fathom. I mean, I couldn't even justify one of his actions. Uh, no. Yeah. I mean, I mean, fucking. a lot of times you can say oh, I could I could see where he got that line of thought. But not this one. I can't even wrap my head around. it. Right. Right. Exactly. It's just the whole thing's freaking bizarre. All right. Remember to log on. Uh, check out the Etsy page. Go on to Etsy and check out TB Enterprises store has all of our merch on there. Um 
log on to Brutal Run. Log on to Facebook and join Citizens of Brutal Nation. Uh, we're trying to grow our social media presence. So, hey, give us uh, some help there and refer your friends. This show's copyright 2023 by Twisted Blue LLC. All rights are reserved. And if you're hearing this or any part of this on anybody else's show or podcast, they're lying. Thieving bastards. bastards. And we will see you guys later on. Bye-bye. Bye, everybody.